0: Hi, everybody. It's Miriam Goldberg again, continuing last week's series of Emun and Made Practical. And um, Gila so kindly let me continue this week, since I just felt that I didn't even get to the very, very practical part of applying a Ambitachon to our daily lives. So, what we're going to be doing this week is really a compilation from... My um Garden of Imuna Rivarsh's Garden of Imuna, Rerem Shmolevitz and um, the Bay Salevi. And what I'd like to do today, Hashem, is first give a general overview and then start delving into each uh, segment of uh, the Avuda. So a general overview is when something happens to us, any situation, any type of situation, there's a three-stage process of applying what we call Muna P'shuta, which this week, Meretz Hashem, I'm going to really be using interchangeably. So the three-step process is as follows. Number one, when something happens, is to say, Kach Hashem Ratzah. This is Ratzon Hashem, which in essence is really saying that Hashem is Mashkiach Hashkacha Pratis, there is Hashkacha Pratis in this world, and that everything that happens, even the tiniest matter, is coming only from Hashem. And we know that the word Mikre, which means uh, just something that happened uh, happened to occur, the word Mikre, if you scramble the letters, is really Rachma Hashem. So that's the first stage, is when something happens, to immediately say, that this is Ratzon Hashem, right? Kach Hashem Ratzah. The second stage is to then move on and say Gam And the third stage is to ask ourselves Lama. Not Lama, not why, but Lama. For what purpose and for what reason? And Merz Hashem, we're really going to delve into each and every uh, uh, section or each and every stage of this avoda. So today focusing on the first stage which is Ka Hashem Ratzah. This is Ratson Hashem. So let's split this also into a few categories. There's a circumstance that happens to a person that's directly from Hashem, such as Hashem, a disease or um a famine or something that's very obvious, very apparent that it's coming straight from Hashem. So that's one category. The second category would be when someone has harms us, a person. Okay, so the harm or the circumstance, this event was keviyachol, and I'm using the word keviyachol, and we'll see why, if not today, then tomorrow, it's Hashem. But keviyachol, it was triggered by a person. And um, the third category, really, uh, or the third type of event Um, is when something that I did, a decision that I made or a lack of decision that I made actually triggered or created a certain reality. So those are the three different categories that hopefully we're going to be delving into Um, today. So let's take the first category when something that happens to us is obviously coming directly from Hashem. So we know that when David HaMelech was king and Clarissa was deserving a punishment, Hashem gave him, through the Navi, gave him a choice of a few different types of punishments. And David HaMelech opted for the punishment which was coming directly from Hashem and he said, yad adam meaning when something happens to a person that's coming directly from Hashem, then it's not it's not difficult to, to recognize and realize who's running the show and there's almost no room for error. Meaning there's no room to really think that someone else is causing this calamity or this disaster. The mocker for this, by the way, is in Shmuel Bez kafda par kafdalid pastulky dalid. And David Amal says, Nippla na Hashem ki rabim racham Adam alipola. And when something happens to us that's directly from Hashem, it's very easy to really identify it and then to connect to Hashem through that by knowing that it's really from him. There's no room for error. So that's really the first category of something like that that happens to us. The second category is much trickier. So the second category is when someone, Kvyaho, harms us or triggers a certain reality or a certain situation. And this category, I like giving the example of David HaMelech and Yosef HaTzadik, and they were really our role model. The Avos were our role models, and we know that my Avos, Simon Elbanim, David HaMelech, was the Regal Reveal Merkava. It says that he was the fourth... Um, I guess you called the wheel of the Merkava, Hashem's chariot, Kevyecho. He was up there, really, with the Avos HaKdoshim. So how do we understand this, and where do uh, Chazal learn this from? So when David HaMelech was running away from his son, who was trying to persecute him from Avshalom, they encounter, he and his entourage encounter, Shimi Ben and we all know the story with Shimi Ben Shimi Ben started cursing David HaMelech. Now we would think that anyone else in any in this type of situation, when someone is cursing them. At best, they would just maybe keep quiet, right? We know the kolhabulim piv b'shas meriva, zochal edvarim harbe, etc. But David Amelech does one even better. So David Amelech says to his men, Yoav ben Avisha Avishai, sorry, Ben says to David Amelech, Lama yakala kelev ha-mesaze, right? Ebra nava asiris rosho. So what Avishai ben is saying in essence is that this person, Shimi Ben-Gera, really deserves to be, pers- to be executed because he cursed the king. And he's willing to carry this out, to execute this on the spot. So David Amelech responds to him over there. He says, Hashem Amar lo David. So immediately he attributes this situation of a person causing him harm or causing him pain, anguish, and suffering. If we think about it, not only was David HaMelech being persecuted and run after by his own son, but now he got a second uh, serving of of Yisurim from Shimi Ben-Gera. Uh, but he is immediately attributing this to Hashem, that Hashem actually orchestrated this, and Hashem told Shimi Ben-Gera to curse David HaMelech. And then again, he repeats himself, and he says, Hanichu lo ki amar lo Hashem. And he continues on, and he says, Ulayer Hashem Be'oni, is the Kri, the Ksiv is Be'ini, Hashem li taf, tova kila so ha'yom hazeh. So Dabar Melch in Essence is saying over here that perhaps, perhaps this was the Tikkun Kev that I needed. Maybe with this I will complete my Yasurim that Hashem needed me to complete. Meaning he is attributing this immediately to Hashem. There is no... Um, Kochi vi Otem Yodi involved in, in this uh, circumstance. And furthermore, he's not attributing any koach to Shimi ben Now, if we were to fast forward the entire story at the end of David Amalek's days, right before his passing, he commands his son Shlomo HaMelech, to then um, uh, ca- carry out capital punishment to Shimi ben in a very sophisticated way. However, on the spot, he is first attributing it to Hashem, and that's really that immediate response of Kach Hashem and Chazal say that in the schoss of David HaMelech attributing the curses of Ben Gera, on the spot, he was Zohar to... To be up there with the avos hakadoshem, to be that regular revila merkava. So this is a very, very big idea. It's a very big concept to really see that it's not the person standing in front of me, rather this is being orchestrated by Hashem. Chazal giving the example of a person holding a stick and hitting the dog. So the dog obviously is running after whom? He's running after the stick. What the dog doesn't realize, because the dog does not have a secha, is that really he should be running after the person holding the stick. And Chazal say that, in essence, when a person is running after that stick, and that would only be the messenger, then they're really running after the wrong address. And many times it's hard for us to really differentiate between that action that's causing us this pain and anguish and really to take a step back and view the entire big picture and know that really, ultimately, this was orchestrated by Hashem for whatever reason. We know, Megal De'am de Chayav. So Miskin is the person that really has to carry out this punishment for us or this tar, whatever it may be. Chasacham, we would never want to be in that situation of carrying out a punishment of being the Megalgim Chauval Yedechayav. But Lemaisa Aravoda in such a situation, you're in the Kupat Cholim and the secretary started screaming at you, know that it's not her. Know that it's Hashem. Hopefully Meretz Hashem will get to his towards the end of the week, and if we do, we'll discuss what you do in that situation. But the mindset, first and foremost, is to know this is Ratzon Hashem. It's not the emissary. It's not the messenger. It's only Hashem that is orchestrating this entire situation. Another beautiful understanding we could gain is from Yosef Hatzadik, and we know that when Yosef Hatzadik reveals himself to the Shvatim, they're very scared, right? Lo you they couldn't stand in front of him. He says, "Ani and it says that they couldn't, right? They they couldn't answer back to him because they were so scared. And then he goes on to continue and say, "Lo atem temuti meaning this entire situation was obviously orchestrated by Hashem and not by the Shvatim, so he's first of all attributing this entire... situation or the entire nisayon that he went through, he's obviously only attributing to Hashem and not to the Shvatim. And in addition to that, so obviously with all the Tzara and with all this Yisurim, he's able to really understand who it's coming from, but in addition to that, he says to them, you thought that this was going to be something negative, but Hashem really knew that this was only going to have a positive outcome. So not only is he attributing it to Hashem, he's really saying that ultimately, at the end of the day, it was really also Agam Zulatova. So when we know this from Yosef HaTzadik, it really gives us a koach, because Yosef HaTzadik had all the reasons in the world, Kivyachol, to really uh, be blaming the Shvatim. And he explains to them So this beautiful understanding of really attributing anything that happens only to Hashem and not to anyone else who was seemingly even a shaliach in the situation, but totally removing them from the picture and only really seeing Hashem in this entire picture, it's a very, very big avodah because it requires from us to be able to zoom out and to see the p- big picture and then to really connect to Hashem through this difficult situation that we're going through. What about when it's a situation where... I, Kiv brought something upon myself, or I think that I brought something upon myself, such as, let's say, I made a, a decision, which was a bad decision, or even when I succeeded, I made a good business decision, and I ended up, Uh, succeeding in my uh, business dealings. So even in that situation, I still have to attribute that to Hashem. And many times, if we want to be self-righteous, we say, okay, the Hatzlachas, we know they're in Hashem's hands, but what about the Kishlonos, what about the failures? So obviously, before the fact, we have the responsibility of doing Heshtabas, and it's a responsibility, it's a chiyuv. It's a schus, it's a chiyof, sometimes it's even a klala, but we have to do a hashtadlis. After the fact, the outcome is not in our control, and how do we know that? Because sometimes we could put in less of a hashtadlis and get a better outcome than when we put in more of a hashtadlis and get a lousy outcome So when we say, okay, the success is Hashem's, that we understand, but what about the failure? Many times we attribute the failure to ourselves, and also in that situation we have to know that failure is also in Hashem's hands, meaning when Hashem wanted me to succeed, I will succeed. And if I didn't succeed, that's because that was ratz on Hashem in that situation. So that's also really important to understand and to really feel in the bottom of our heart we so could definitely um, elaborate, elaborate on this idea a lot more, but I think just as a quick introduction to um, Emuna Made Practical for this week is whenever something happens to us, any situation, whether it be in, in the first category of something that came directly from Hashem, a disease, Baruch Hashem, we're not experiencing famine, but many times... could could be even a small disease, a cold, whatever it may be, that's obviously much easier to attribute it to Hashem. Sometimes there we even err and we say, oh, I caught a cold because I left the window open or whatever it may be. So for next time, we'll learn from our past mistakes. But for this time, we have to understand that even that was B'yad Hashem, because there were many times where we left the window open and we didn't catch the cold. So this first stage, Zakah Hashem Ratzah, this is Ratzon Hashem. Hashem, this should really be our avodah for this week and in general. And to really remind ourselves that in all those three categories, in the category of something that's obviously coming from Hashem, in I think what we consider the most difficult category, which is when someone has causes us harm or pain or anguish, and then in that third category as well, when really it's my own wrongdoing or my own success even, and knowing that we want to attribute that to Hashem as well. So hopefully, Merit Hashem tomorrow, we'll continue with this idea and elaborate a little bit further.